Welcome to Nine and a Half Minutes with uh, IT Group, and this is Bruce. Bruce uh, has an information sciences degree. Uh, science is a strong word. Studies. Information studies. What's the actual degree? Master of Library Information Studies, MLIS. MLIS. Yeah, in the States they call it a science, but there isn't much mathematics involved, unfortunately. Bruce has an MLIS from McGill, <laughs> who's also our information management specialist here at IT Group. And uh, we wanted to talk today as kind of our topic, kind of just high level about information management and SharePoint. And it always comes up, it always comes up, especially the government clients we work on, but even more and more in the private sector. Oh, yeah. you know, how do we, how do we find this stuff? Not just today, but years from now, how do we comply with government regulations? And um, yeah, and, and is SharePoint the right way, way to do that? And uh, seem, it, it is definitely the hot topic with SharePoint right now. And there's some organizations that have sort of said, we're not doing anything with SharePoint until we figure out record management. And uh, some that have sort of said, you know, that we're going to do it and then figure out record management later. I've seen a lot of organizations that have collabware installed that have never declared a single record. Um, so I don't know, what, where do you think it's, it's at in, in the SharePoint space? You got to walk before you can run. Right, and that's essentially my advice over many years is um, SharePoint is a great system, especially for document management. And they tried to sort of raise a bunch of happy flags and make a bunch of fuss over records management back in 2010. And the functionality was a little flat, but that's sort of the Microsoft way. They opened the like market to third party products like Gimbal and um, Collabware, and there's one in Australia, Record Lion, Record I Point. believe. Record Point. Yeah. Yeah, there's a new one, Record Lion, out of the oh, States. Yeah. Oops. I think they're a spinoff from Gimel. Anyways, there's these few third party products for yeah. records management. But you need, it's kind of like the same conversation with um, reporting and Power BI. Yeah. You need to have your data in order, yeah. and you need to have your foundations down. You need good business processes, good document management before you could do records management. Well, exactly. I think that's one thing that there seems to be this like notion that you know if we go to SharePoint, it'll solve every record management challenge we've ever had, and and it just seems such a foreign concept to me that like as you said, like SharePoint can succeed as, as a record management tool if you have a plan of how you're going to do records. Absolutely, a shared drive can succeed as a records management oh, totally. tool, which is a way simple. It's a rock hammer compared yeah. to a modern jackhammer. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think people have even maybe lost sight a little bit of what records management is. Like, do you have a definition that that you kind of fall back on? Or? Yeah, yeah. What's what really? At the end of the day, it's just about controlling records through their life cycle. Uh, a record being a recorded piece of information. Yeah. So it's born, it lives its useful life, it dies, it either gets reincarnated or it goes away. Yeah. And really that's what records management is. It's just about having security and controls around a piece of content. Well, I think that's a good one that people often miss. Like people are always thinking about it as like stuff we want to keep around for seven years mm. to meet some sort of compliance. But it's also the fact too that there's trends in records that shouldn't be kept beyond seven days. There's so many different retention periods and so many different outcomes. Yeah. 
And sometimes your records don't just get saved or destroyed. Sometimes they get transferred to other people. That's yeah. part of the equation. And with technology, it's a tricky part of the equation. How do you package up yeah. a, a set of information, pieces of data, into something that can be transmitted to another organization? Lots of little challenges people don't realize are coming up along the way. But you know, the first step is like, if you're out of organization is doing nothing right now. Because mm -hmm. I always tell people, like, if I think it's better that you do something than nothing. Like, there seems Absolutely. to always be this notion that we're going to wait for the dream solution with everything. It's like, at least do mm -hmm. take a baby step forward. Like, what, what to you is that first step? Yeah, that's what compliance is, taking some sort of step. Yeah. I be more compliant than you were yeah. yesterday. Um, the first step is setting a policy, like having a classification scheme. Yeah, and you're, you're not saying like a technical SharePoint policy, you no. just mean like an actual policy. A business policy, yeah. yeah. We believe in information management, we believe in records management. Yeah. Try and group all of your content into these big buckets. Yeah. That's the first step. Yeah, so just figuring out what kind of content you have within your organization and what the sensitivity is around all that. Yeah, it's kind of like a zoo, right? You want to classify yeah. the animals before you can put them into their different yeah. cages and cages that are appropriate for, for animals. Well, I think like one good, <laughs> one good example too, like for me, we just did a project recently, or currently doing a project with a customer where they sort of say, you know, we have a longer term journey with records management, but what we care about for right now, because it needs to be SOX compliant, which is what the SOX machine is that, mm -hmm. you know, project management documents need to be highly controlled. So they built a system that does records management just for that one mm -hmm. piece. And I think that's really smart. Like start with something that you care about, whether that's your financial data or your legal data, like take one piece and don't wait until you've done the whole thing. Yeah, you know? that sounds like a good step too to me uh, is like, get that overall classification scheme in place, yeah. and then pick one business process at a time. Because yeah. a classification scheme, if you think about it as like transparencies, it's gonna layer over your business processes. Okay. And you've probably got your IT shop and your business analysts defining all your business processes. So if you know how content is created and yeah. managed, you can layer on your classification scheme and just pick off one process at a time, and you're making a step forward. Yeah, and not every document has to fall in that, that the letter that Susie writes to Tony about the cupcake sale next Friday <laughs> probably doesn't need an RM classification attached to it. Uh, what a lot of people miss is um, the, the concepts of risk management. Yeah. I mean, you've really got to think about your ROI, and you've really got to think, are these records there are they are there is there lots of opportunity in them or is there a lot of threat in them do i need to control them if they're very low value about i mean cupcakes are important That's but true. they're not going to endanger the organization hopefully um, <laughs> you want to <laughs> focus in on your high value records that are part of your high value business processes yeah. and start controlling those stuff that you'll pay a big price for losing or stuff that you'll pay a big price for keeping when you should Absolutely. Like the best way not to have a breach of security is to not keep data lying around that you don't need anymore. Personal get information. You'll see yeah. articles every day. Yeah. 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 It's not there. It's not going to get breached. So. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have your business processes lined up, you're going to be littering records everywhere. Every time you make a video recording, every time you write something down, it becomes a record, yeah. at least in Canadian yeah. Uh, those theories are different in other parts of the world. Sure. Um, but if you've got a business process and you're storing personal information, just keep it in one place, keep it yeah. controlled, 
because if you have an uncontrolled business process that's scattering personal information everywhere, yeah. you're spending more effort on records management, controlling it more places. Well, and the longer you wait, the longer, the bigger mess you're going to clear. Absolutely. To me, like records management projects and information management projects are the perfect ones to do with an agile project management methodology. Like break it down in, in a small sprints and just do that first four week sprint and get, you know, get one piece in and the next piece in and the next piece in. And if you do it that way, you can always change as requirements change and pieces change. But at least then you're starting to tackle the problem. Absolutely. You know, like we work a lot of clients who are going from sort of some huge network sharing drive to SharePoint and there's a, sometimes a resistance of moving that data until it's perfectly cleaned up. And mm -hmm. I was telling people that like, well, every day it's on that network drive with no policy or control just means that you're adding to the amount of migration work that you're going to have to do. So like make some SharePoint sites, move that data to the SharePoint sites, even if you don't have IM policies attached to them, mm -hmm. and then create the perfect world that's yeah. easier to migrate SharePoint to SharePoint. So then, you know, move the stuff that matters from those middle sites into their final destination, and mm -hmm. those middle sites become archives that are read-only and yeah. searchable, and especially at SharePoint online when storage isn't a big problem. Like, mm -hmm. And it's about, like a lot of problems, it's about decomposing it, right? Yeah. I mean, if everything is in a container, yeah. SharePoint Live, if you want, it's going to take the strictest rules, right? Yeah. The longest retention period, yeah. the most security, and the safest destruction or disposition at the end. Yeah. So really, it's going to be forever. Everything is untouchable, and you're going to keep it all. Yeah. But so you've got by default that's your records management policy but if you want to break it out you can just keep decomposing it maybe these are sites or maybe yeah. you get down to libraries and you start making these shorter yeah. uh, and more reasonable and maybe yeah. you can start to destroy but that's that's sort of step three i guess yeah this is going back to what we we're talking about business processes if you can chunk things down into a process with repositories, yeah. you can start to define with agilely better retention policies. Well, I think we've said a few times, but you have to know your content to be able to decide. So you have to know what your organization has to be able to start breaking it down. And then you have to just starting to, and we also have the conversation where we're talking about metadata with clients that having one or two pieces of really valuable metadata mm -hmm. is better than having 24 columns that you want to fill up. Because nobody's going to fill up those columns. And that's what your classification scheme is. That yeah. If you can get things down into, I don't know, 12 by 12 is a magic number. Yeah. Like 144 classes is a lot. Like, yeah. But most people are only going to deal with one of them. So 12 choices yeah. is not so bad. Plus, if, you, if you're structuring your SharePoint sites properly, you can narrow down their choices based on the library that they're saving in. Exactly. I know we're out of time, but one more question. Yeah. Um, you know, there's sort of the competing notions where some records management products have built themselves right into SharePoint. Mm -hmm. And then there's some that have built themselves parallel to SharePoint and kind of reached in. My personal feeling mm -hmm. is that the ones that are sitting beside SharePoint are the, the big ones that, that, that are gonna win because SharePoint online, you can't build right in, in SharePoint, but also because in what organization does everybody live in SharePoint? Oh It'd be ideal if it did, but it doesn't, right? Well, it's unrealistic, yeah, yeah, but future topic for sure. And uh, I think I might agree with you, but that's really closer to the dev world and like the IT yeah. pro world. It's very interesting. Sure. Yeah. Thanks guys.